So I'll hang up and hang out, you know? Wait on you, dude. Wait on me? <laughs> yeah, wait. Oh, I think you said you're waiting on him. No. Well, you're supposed to... Get, don't fucking use that shit. <laughs> Do not fucking use that right shit. He was. <laughs>what is up everybody welcome back to another edition of beyond the diamond podcast here on the apollo podcast network brian lima apollo des producer josh here with you this episode we're going to dive into the new rules for 2023 in major league baseball spring training is here and it is underway we are that much closer to opening day where the astros are going to raise that gold banner for their 2022 world series championship uh, Dodgers are still cheaters, allegedly. So, Josh, <laughs> producer Josh, let's get right into the rule changes. We're going to do uh, – what are you going to do? You're going to read them to us, and then we're going to give our yeah. thoughts, right? Yeah, I'm going to go one by one and tell you the rules. Okay. Rule. New uh, rules, new game. Yep. yep. It's going to be a lot faster. I also have exactly how to be enforced. <laughs> we're well, just uh, – just... The game's going to be great for the young demographic. Yep. One-hour games. We are games. definitely trying to grow the game. I um, hope you guys enjoy hour-and-a-half games. Um, and then we're just three losers talking mine about is, baseball. <laughs> Might as well get your two beers. Yep. Because by the time you're done finishing them, yep. your cells will be over. Yep. Game over. Game over. You're only allowed so to pick your, off some bag. Get your a Crawford batter. Bach. Your what? Your Crawford Bach. <laughs> All right. Or, or cut that Corona. out, dude. Hey, really cut that out. We're not repping Carbach on this shit. Cut, fuck. <laughs> we should just bleed. We should yeah. <laughs> no, really. You're going to have to cut that out. So, yeah, cut that out. Cut, 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 right. cut, cut, cut. All right, so enjoy your two cold beers. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to be done. Yeah, by the time you finish your cold beers, yeah. it'll be the seventh inning. Dollar hot dog night's going to be a tough look when tough the game's are only an hour and a half. Yeah. Man, man. All right, what do you got? All right, we got first for 2023. Up. All right. The shift. Banning, Banning of the shift. shift. Mm. Yep. If the hitting team reaches base and runners advance on a ball hit under the violation, the game proceeds without penalties. Okay, so basically it's two guys on each side of second two base. Two guys on each side of second base. You have two to have guys, your feet Two in guys, dirt. one base. Yep. You have to have both feet <laughs> like two girls, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We're going okay. to start, start that. What? Right. That's a good bit. That's okay, a, you keep that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know how they're going to enforce all this. Uh, is there an umpire designated for all these new rules? Yeah, I guarantee. They already can't call balls and strikes, and they already can't call fair or foul. Like now, we're adding more responsibilities. They're going to be in the the field. Umpire is going to be out there looking for violations. So I saw a diagram. So, like think about this: you could essentially have your third baseman playing shortstop, your second baseman. No, I'm sorry. Your shortstop playing as close to second base as you can. Yeah. Your second baseman playing over and then your first baseman no no i'm sorry your second baseman whatever it is they can essentially bring in a left fielder and put him where the grass meets the dirt if oh, you like really want rover, to feel a hole. yeah rover? like a rover and then just kind of leave left field open if it's a left-handed hitter okay yeah. but what about this that's the stuff people would be trying what that's is the stu- all right what if i put Bregs on the furthest part where he could be on the left side of the infield which is kind of be like shortstop right yeah and I shift like we're Joey Gallo's up, <clears throat> so we shift all the outfielders right. Uh huh. Why don't we just send Bregs on a sprint to, right left, to field? left field? Yeah, yeah. And you could do that. You, I know, but like, but you have to be all the infielders have to be 
touching. Oh yeah, he can't. He's got to have his all feet. The, by the, by the pitch dirt. is released. When the pitch is released, he yeah. can run out there. Or when the motion starts. Correct. No, it's when the pitch, the is, pitch released. is released. Released. Yeah. This is a crazy shit that we're gonna have to think of and try. Yeah. And talk about because of the banning it's of the shift. Be I personally, I'm indifferent. Like I don't really give a shit. Honestly, it's I'm supposed per- to mean more often. It's so going to increase often. Batting averages are going to go up. Uh, people are going to you're going to see more success. I think it is going to have less of an impact than people expect. I don't think Tucker's hitting 400. So he might get ten points higher. A couple of weeks ago, when all of this stuff started to kind of kind of get talked about because we're getting closer, uh, Super Bowl was over, we're getting closer to baseball season, spring training. I said that there would be somebody that would hit 400. I think I studied a little bit more. Like really, I, the batting averages are definitely going to go up, but I, I don't know if anyone's going to hit 400. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see somebody hit 370, 360, to play, 370. To play devil's advocate on your take right there, where you said the 10 points, it doesn't matter. I think it does because if Kyle Tucker has 10 points higher in his batting average this year, he probably wins his arbitration case. True. No, it's going to matter. And it's gonna I just f- mean people are like blowing it like oh, oh yeah, all yeah, these yeah, yeah. left-handed hitters are going to be hitting 350 all of a sudden there might be one or two guys that really know you how to still gotta hit a it. fucking 101 mile per hour fastball oh, yeah. like moving yeah. well and then a lot of these 15 guys inches ground out like it, it, it's gonna take off the guys that hit that like short little pop-up and the second baseman is, is sitting in between second base and right fielder it'll stop those but a lot of these guys still ground out and the second baseman is still going to be right in the middle instead yeah. of being at second base. Like they can still be on the dirt. So if I'm, you hit I'm, a grounder to that side, it's still probably. Yeah, I'm caught. indifferent on it. I don't. I'm pro shift. You like the shift? I like the shift. Yeah. So you don't like banning the shift? I don't like banning. Yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really like it either. I'm I think, indifferent I on the ways I'm waiting it, but I'm yeah. pro shift. Okay. What What's uh, another thing that we want? I want to hit on during this episode is uh, the Rays player that posted about the arbitration hearing Ooh, yeah. and what he went through the process. We don't, sure. we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. There's two little pieces about it that I'm like, it really pisses me off for the players. We'll, get, he, we'll get into that when we get to the pitching rules. Yeah. And okay. All that. Um, but yeah, so if, uh, so basically it becomes like football where if it affects the play, if they are in violation and the hitting team hits a ball or something. So they play the play out, they play the play out. And then the hitting team can decide to accept the penalty or not. So, so it's like a false a, start. So if there's a penalty, or like all no, it's sides, like off sides, you, you know, offside, get the shot. You just launch it down. Yeah, you yeah. launch it deep, right? Yeah. So, so essentially, if there's a shift violation and a dude flies out, you can say, "Ah, we're going to take the penalty, redo the at bat." That's where so, we're at in baseball. But you know what? Also, it, I don't know. It I, would add one ball to the hitter's count, and you would restart. You know the rule? Like they always say, like if if a pitcher balks, it's a free swing for you. Yeah. Every time it happened, I'd freeze the plate. Yeah. Like, I, every time, like, it, it, obviously, that's like really rare when a balk happens, but it, like, whenever I hear, like, balk, I would just, like, stop. Like, I would never, <laughs> well, I would never accept that free, like, so, like, I, it was just, well, you, you say like, balks are rare. They're now in They're going to be the now. So now that's one yeah, of the we'll touch that, that gonna, one. Yeah, they're they're going to be through. by so all the balk stack. Little stock. snippet stack. Stop. When they were trying to shift thing out and the miners during the first two months of the 2022 season, the, batting average on balls in play for left-handed hitters rose by eight points as a whole. That's a pretty big number. Yeah, as Across a whole. Across a league sample. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. More All offense. Right. Next More rule. More offense, yeah. The pitch clock. The rule is pitchers will have 15 seconds to throw a pitch with the bases empty and 20 seconds with runners on base. 
hitters will need to be in the batter's box with eight seconds left on the pitch clock. Okay, so that 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 that's that's so going to have eight seconds. That's going to do different things. So catchers have to have more of an idea and a, and a more a more in depth plan, thinking a pitch ahead because you're going to have to get the signal in with the with the uh, pitch sim com. pitch com, right? So he's going to have to be thinking, 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 which they already are, but now they're going to have to be more enhanced to it because of the pitch clock. And you're, pitchers are, that have different kinds of wind-ups and, and quirky stretches and things like that, you have to get on the mound and go. 15 seconds goes by quick. You're taking the weirdness out and the uniqueness out of baseball. You're also taking the art of catching and calling a game. Yep. Well, yeah, and the back and forth, the pitcher staring down the hitter, and they like... You're, you're taking all time. the little things that makes baseball great, where there's like a million chess matches going on yeah. in every single play. You're taking all that out. Like, and this is going to be a ripple effect all the way down to like these kids that are playing Little League ball and, you know, you're the, you're, you're Bandito kids, all this stuff. Yeah. No one's going to be able to like learn how to call a game. Like, there's times where I'm still in the stands. I'm like, all right, I'm thinking through this sequence because I caught for 20 something years. I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'm thinking through this as I would do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're just now taking, now you're just pushing a button. Like, you're just an odd, you're almost like an AI now. Like, so I, I think back to like when I was playing in college, like there were at bats that I would have where I would get to the plate. And if I didn't feel good, oh, dude, yeah, I would call time and take a step out and then regather, re regroup, and then get back in the box. I couldn't imagine stepping up there and having to get into the box with go, 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 seven, yeah. six, five, whatever. What is it? Eight, eight, eight seconds. seconds. Yeah. So essentially, you have seven seconds. Yeah. So once the to get your mind starts, right, get in the box, which yeah. I know you have to get your mind right anyways, right? Yeah. But still, when you're walking up there, like Lord forbid, if someone dug in in your spot and. And, you know, it's uncomfortable, too. Yeah. Like, I'm going to sit there. I don't need to dig my spot out. Right, man. Um, like, there, there are – you go through routines I as a hitter. You go through routines as a pitcher. Like, there are things that you do. There are little nuances in the game that you have to follow – like, that you follow in your own mind, especially when you're at the plate, dude. Like, And I couldn't imagine at the big league level. Who do you think is the first pitcher between Scherzer and Mad Bum that throws a complete – Bitch fit. Oh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be. Is I'll it Scherzer? Yeah, I would probably say. Before well, Mad Bum? Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be Mad Bum. Really? Yeah, he bitches about anything. You yeah. hit a fucking 400-foot bomb against him because he threw a cock shot <laughs> cookie over the plate, and you do any kind of pimp job, he's staring at you yelling, like, get right around the bases! <laughs> That's a good Mad get Bum. Get around! It's a good Mad Bum. God, dude. It's 2023, bro. People have flair these days. I think, I think the one thing that's kind of, like, upsetting is just the fact that, like, what happens in the late innings again? Like, what, right. what is going to go on there? Like, and I, uh, Hunter Brown had a great a great interview with y'all's uh, 790 with uh, Matt Thomas yeah. and um, Ross, Ross. That he talked about, he's like, there's ways around it. And he, like, figured out, or the, I guess people that were in the minors are coming up and they've been used to it. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to have a little bit of an advantage. Correct. And he said there's, I forgot, I don't want to misphrase him, but he said there's a way to, like, take your one step off like on like a, a certain like a certain clock and he's like there's ways around it mm. but you only have a limited amount of times to do that he's like there's a game within the game there but i was like yeah. oh that's kind of cool if hunter brown knows and all the other guys know like when to do it yeah but i mean e either way like in baseball you have to adapt and you have to adjust yeah, right to. like if you're not adjusting in the game of baseball then you're, you're gonna fail you're but it just sucks that it's come to this like so 15 the, seconds man the pitcher has to start his motion to deliver the pitch and if he doesn't, then it'll be an automatic ball. And if the batter delays getting in the box, he's not in the box with that eight seconds, then it'll be an automatic strike. 
So that's going to be the first time that happens is going to be interesting. You know that uh, that famous meme that makes it on every like baseball Instagram account. Whereas like the thing about baseball, like you can't sit on the ball and like run mm-hmm. out the clock. Like you, yeah. you still have to get all 27 outs and throw the ball over the plate. Well, not yeah. so much anymore. Yeah, now, you yeah, get now, now there's literally a pitch clock. Yeah. There's a shot clock essentially, but it's called the pitch clock. What else we got? What other rules? Well, so we're I just want to say all anti. Yeah, I don't I don't like the pitch clock. I'm I'm indifferent. I'll be honest. Because I was watching the clock during a lot of games I was at last year and not I I don't know on the hitter side that'll be different, but a lot of the pitchers get in there. So I'm a, I'm anyways. a I'm an up tempo guy when it comes to like I like tempo with yeah. pitchers on the mound. So I understand the pitch clock, but then I think about the the game within the game and that messes with that. I, yeah. I do think that is one that I would like to stop like after the seventh inning. Because I think when you're getting into those late innings, big situations, and you're, I don't think... And your closer high leverage guys are kind of psychos. Right, but, but then yeah. people are going to make arguments that, oh, well, there was something that happened in the second inning because of the pitch clock, and now all of a sudden in the eighth inning, there is no pitch clock. Yeah. I mean, I would right, say well, yeah. maybe even just the ninth inning, no pitch clock. So, like, also, knowing, like, being from the player's side, like, hitting side, not a, a PO side... If I knew a pitcher was like a little, little crazy, a little mm-hmm. psycho to him, I would take my time. Had a little Ken Giles. I would, I would sit there and dig in, and my my digging in and stuff would. I would do anything to get him in his own head and get him yeah. rattled. Yeah, because I'm knowing that guy's like just obviously he's gonna throw cheese or whatever. But I'm gonna do everything that I can to just get him out of that groove. Like I'm gonna take my time digging in. I'm gonna call time. I'm gonna do different things just to mess with him. Obviously, he's probably going to send one at me, but hey, yeah. free OBP. But like, I'm going to do those little things to throw him off because he's doing things to throw me off. Yeah, that's Spe- the game within the game. Speaking of Scherzer and Mad Bomb getting upset, who's the first hitter that's going to like lose it over getting a strike? Ooh, that's a good question. First hitter. Randy Rosarena. Okay. Random? I would say... It's kind of random. I would say it's going to be a vet. I would say like Joey Votto. <laughs> he's calmed down over the years but he's still like he can occasionally rip into an up i'm just trying to think of someone that's gonna not like just gonna take their time still you imagine pools with this <laughs> i mean there are gonna be hitters that i think purposely wait and put their foot their last foot in the box on the eight second oh, every 100%. single time and they're like but fuck you I'm how you can me. get quick pitch like you got to sure. think as a as a pitcher. I'm like now I have eight under sub eight seconds. Like yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's gonna be interesting. It's yeah. be really interesting. Well, in the minors when they tested this out, uh, they started with a, a 14 second and an 18 second. That's how they have it in the minors instead of 15 and 20. And it actually kind of worked. It shortened the average game by 20 minutes. Damn. So it actually works. That's the thing. Okay. And all that's right. why I'm like kind of indifferent about it because that that is like I'm all about shortening the game if it's actually something that's going to shorten the game. Like some of this bullshit is like, oh, you're in a car 10 seconds off the game. Yeah. But the results speak for themselves. If it's shortening the game by 20 minutes, I feel like that's not that's not horrible, you know? Yeah, I'm um, I, I mean, I just I, know what you get with a baseball game and it's going to be three to four hours. Yeah. No, I mean, I obviously, I like, I don't want the five I, hour games, but yeah, I right. personally love 
a long game with the battle and the back and forth pitcher calls time hitter calls time like i love that but i get as you're trying to grow the game keeping it with at least in that like two and a half hour range is a good time for a game especially a regular season game in july yeah trying to get new on a tuesday night it. yeah yeah that i understand but i think ninth inning world series <sighs> If somebody gets an automatic, you imagine strike, the like, 2001 World Series where Luis Gonzalez walked off Rivera. Yeah, Diamondbacks and, and uh, Yankees runner second Bung and third. Young Kim threw for the Diamondbacks. Okay, he uh, threw that game. He was the closer. Wow, Bung Young Kim. That was a that's a good callback. Byung Young Kim. Bung you imagine though, like that game was dictated on a pitch clock violation or a batter like yeah, like a walk off to win the World Series in Game Seven. It's just like drop dead. They, the the pitcher didn't the guy guy gets a ball bases yeah. loaded like that that winning run scores or vice versa the guy doesn't dig in it's a full count now it's automatic strikeout the game literally ends <laughs> right yeah. like I almost want that to happen just to be like look at you Rob Manfred you you idiot there yeah. will be a game decided on this watch yeah that's oh, just yeah. how baseball goes oh, right yeah. you know when you're like a bench player and baseball finds you the baseball <laughs> finds you right yeah the it's rules are gonna, gonna, ha- the rules the rules are gonna, gonna find it's the gonna happen yes. watch be, that's just how the game of loader, baseball goes bases loader walk or a strikeout something oh, is gonna happen and it's yeah. gonna cost someone the game that is funny all right yeah. next rule the pickoffs rule Pickoffs, uh, pickoffs are one version of disengagement, which consists of any time the pitcher makes a pickoff, pickoff attempt, fakes a pickoff, or simply steps off the rubber for any reason, as well as the defense requests time. So pitchers are allowed two disengagements per plate appearance without penalty. These disengage, this disengagement rule resets if a runner or runners advance to advance a base within the same plate appearance. So essentially it's two pickoffs to first per at-bat or but two pickoffs no, to what, second. What they're saying is even stepping off the rubber, rubber counts. What? That's what it says. So two disengagements. That's two all you get. Two disengagements. So you, if you off step off, if you step off. So am I just taking a 75-foot lead? That's the I, thing I'm interested in and worried about. But the catcher. If, if, if he's is, already picked over twice, uh-huh. he has no more. Yeah, is my lead just? Am I stealing second base by the time he comes set? Well, you can't, you can't, you can't step off and he can't pick. Yes, so yeah, that's what they want. They want more stolen bases. So yeah, you better take (laughs) the biggest lead. Yeah, you just take off because you can't pick off. There's no. uh, You can't even step (laughs) off. There is no limit to catcher pickoffs. Catcher throwing down the first. Oh, but I mean, but yeah, but if yeah, I mean, essentially you could take a. (laughs) Who's gonna be the first pitcher? Are you sure it's so? Are you sure it's step? According to ESPN's breakdown of the rules, yes. Read it. it read it. So the, the disengagement. Pickoffs are one version of a disengagement. <laughs> okay. Disengagements are pickoff attempt, a fake pickoff, or ste- simply stepping off the rubber, rubber, or it also counts if the defense requests time, which doesn't happen too often. Oh, Carlos Correa is going to hate Hate that it, role. dude. Yeah. So you're telling me if I'm a pitcher, I can't. I can only step. I can step off once and pick off once to first base. Yeah. Apparently. No, twice. Well, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Pick yeah, off one, yeah, each, yeah. step off another. That's twice. That's two disengagements. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> like, I mean, Dude, after two, I'm my lead is literally huge. Nine, 89 and a half feet. Yes. And as soon as the pins is, as soon as he made, you're gone. My batter better be auto taking because that's going to yeah. be the easiest bag I'm swiping. Dude, Kyle Tucker's for sure going to be a 30 30 guy. Mom Straw is going to have 
500 yeah, stolen, stolen bases, bases are going to go up. It says when they tried it in single A and high A, stolen base attempts skyrocketed. I so, don't have the numbers, but I think this may be more exciting than the home run race this year. The stolen, ba- stolen it might base be. race. There could be a 50 steal player again. Who was the last one? Ricky Anderson? No, I mean, Michael Bourne stole, uh, or I think D. Gordon stole 50 one year. Oh, no. What's the dude's name? Billy Hamilton. Look up at Billy oh, Hamilton. Billy, yeah. Even uh, Gore, when he was on the Royals, like he was this an auto triple when he got on first base. How many? You talking about Alex Gordon? No, Gore. Um, he was Ooh. on the Royals, the Royals World Series teams. Um, he was like the oh, fourth the, outfielder. the short outfielder. Yeah. Little little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Jonathan VR had 62 stolen bases in 2016. Jesus. D. Gordon had 60 in 2017. Villar had that many? Yep. D. Gordon had... Wow. 2014, 64, 2015, 58, 2017, 60. Since then, Trey Turner, 43 in 2018. Acuna, 37 in 2019. Trevor Story, 15 in 2020. That doesn't really count. Look at that Trey Turner, 32 in 2021. And John Bertie, 41 in 2022. It drops off. Like every year ahead of that is mid 40s to 60s. Dude, there's, I mean, and, and you mix in the bigger bags, like. Yeah. Jose Otuve led the American League in 2014-2015 in steals, 56 and 38. Damn. That was non-powered Altuve when he yep. was just. Wow. What if Altuve right. starts running a little bit again? Please, I, a little know, I want his hamstrings season. to be okay. <laughs> yeah, Say, so I, I mean, I mean, Trey Turner. I'm it, actually. Trey Turner might have 70 steals. I'm actually. Pro this rule okay. just for the chaos. Like I hate the rule, but like I hate it so much that I now love it. Oh, dude, it. I can't I can't wait until the playoffs. That that free taco is gonna come in game one. We're gonna have so many tacos. I, oh. I do I do think that pitchers will use the pickoff a lot less, which is helpful because that is really annoying when they're picking off seven times in a row and like the stadium's like going like, oh like yeah. come on, and like it's like taking forever. I get that. But it is, you know, when you, once you've done it twice, that's, that's what's, nuts, what's happening dude. next. I didn't know. I, I, I <laughs> wow. All right. What else we got? All right. Bigger bases. This also will slightly help the stolen bases. So we might have a 70 stolen base I'm, I'm, guy this year. I love the meme of that guy that just like did that absurd like pizza yeah, sized the, the base and people giant. like that's the best thing about the internet that. We can do dumb stuff like the allegedly so video and Facebook someone like called us dumb and stupid. Yeah. And then someone could create a meme like that and people are like, oh, there's no way that base is as big people as a pizza on box. Facebook <laughs> we're like believing. Oh, <laughs> the Facebook baseball the world like, are. The sanctity of the game is you can't have pizza boxes on the field. So they're going from 15 inches to 18. To 18. Inches. As yeah. long as I don't have guys rolling their ankles or, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not. That's not going to affect it that much. Uh, it's going to help a little bit with safety. I just I think it looks stupid. I mean, I, I don't. I just. I don't think nobody's going to notice it, especially like a year from now. It's not going to be. Nobody's going to care or notice. I think. Uh, in the minors, it didn't create much of a change on its own. That combined with the the pickoff rule did increase to uh, stolen bases, but on its own that larger bases didn't affect 
that much. So are they worried about like from a safety aspect? Are they worried about like collisions at first, rolled ankles at first and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I just, the all, the, all the bases in general, just less like when you're sliding the second, having a little bit more room for your hands so you're not getting cleated well, or I mean, whatever. You, I mean, you might as well throw that that orange safety bag at first base like they have in softball. Yeah. I mean, Let that's, a, that, that, that's you know? essentially the idea, yeah. but not doing that. And yeah, I mean, dumb. I think I'm, I fall in the indifferent category of, yeah. of the bases. I just think it looks stupid. Yeah. It I'm, does. I'm, I'm probably indifferent on it as well. It does kind of look. I dumb. just know. I, I don't know. I kind of want pizza boxes <laughs> size pieces. I mean, I, I don't. I think if they went any bigger, it'd be a problem. But Instead inches. of hard 90s, we're going to have hard 75s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. What's after the bags? Um, That's. Pretty much it. Well, they okay. So, all right. So then there's uh, there's two things that are not on that. You've got the enforcement of the balk rule. Oh the yeah, balk, those the, aren't rule changes, right? They're, they're not changes, but the balk rule's been down. around forever, and now they're going to enforce it. So, this is going to be my take on it. What's the thing that we always talk about in the NFL? What is a catch? Yeah. Okay. What is a balk? What is a balk? Yeah. Because in the past... It's subjective. It's subjective. Yeah. So in the past, do you know how many left-handed pitchers can probably oh be called God. for a balk with their pickoff Every move day. first God, yeah. because Every of the 45-degree, right? Yeah, subjective. What is a 45-degree? So what's what's going to be a balk? They need to put a little like line on the... So what's going to be a balk? And now you have to think about it. All of these rule changes are to enhance the entertainment... More runs, more more hits, more offense, make it better for the viewer, right? Yep. More revenue because more viewers, more TV ads, more TV money, so forth and so on. It goes downhill, right? What about blackouts? So there's that. Exactly. There's that. That's another thing. That's another <laughs> yeah, topic. We're speeding up a game that no one can watch. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad the game and the they're Rangers trying to speed. They're trying to speed the game up. But essentially, imagine if you get called for a balk. Every time you get called for a balk in baseball, you want an explanation. So there, you're going to have to have an explanation. If it's an egregious balk call, pitchers are going to argue. Managers are going to come out and argue. One or both of them is getting tossed. Yep. If the pitcher gets tossed, then you got to bring in somebody else. There's 10, 15 minutes right there. And, you, and the same can be said about the sticky situation. They're going to be cracking down even more with the random checks and all that stuff. If, if a pitcher gets called out, or gets gets ejected because of the sticky stuff, it's going to just add time. More runs equals longer offensive innings equals longer time, so forth and so on. So essentially, you can make a case that all these rule changes are going to extend the game yeah. sure. because there's going to be more yeah, offense. Yeah. Uh, I will play devil's ad- advocate to that. Is playing a two and a half hour, two and a half hour, or say a three-hour one-to-nothing game is a different product than a three-hour, 15-minute eight to nine to eight game like with the that's that, that's a good that's a good that's fair. because like uh, uh, and to piggyback on that we always remember game five of the 2017 world series right yeah the the back and forth offensive onslaught yeah. and that game was like seven and a half hours we don't remember like you know the one nothing games like yeah you know i mean like, as a as a huge like as a big but after fan, like all oh, that pitching performance but every in night general, no i know but in, in general the offense is always you know what Better. Major League Baseball should do? They should, and this is just free advice for you, Manfred. You should probably get um, Bobby, <laughs> Bob, Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob, listen, Bob, Bob. This is going to you directly. Um, get a partnership, one of those Moon Pod things, 
and just put them throughout the stadium because we're going to be there. Like, by the time the last game ends, like, the next game's in the start. They're making a BP for the next day. So, might as well, my season tickets just have, a, like, a moon pod that we can just sleep in <laughs> because... <laughs> And that's you know what, and that's and that, free. I mean, take it, take yeah. it how it is. If you Give want it, send it right back. You, you know, like and another thing, like you guys just said, like they want to make the entertainment factor, you know, more enhanced and, and better and stuff. But with these blackout restrictions, like you just <laughs> said, you can't even watch the damn thing. I don't know how I could possibly watch a Rangers game. It is yeah. beyond <laughs> me. MLB TV, and I don't. I'm not going to. How that. you can go to West Texas. And you are blacked out from watching the Rangers and the Astros. Yeah. Well, there's like I think there's and you're match. and you're you're forced to watch the Arizona you're, Diamondbacks. Yeah, you're yeah. closer to like New Mexico than you are to Houston well, or there, Arlington. There's, somebody has it on the map, but like I think it's Vegas. Like if you live in Vegas, for and you buy MLB TV, you cannot watch the A's, the Dodgers, <laughs> the Giants. I think Seattle as well. Like Jesus there's like sixteen. Yeah. There's a spot where you, or Ohio maybe you can't watch like six or seven teams play baseball and then if the if it lines up and you have mlb tv you can watch like three games and you can so <laughs> hey, even but if, if you have apple tv I, 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 you, you have can apple even TV, you can buy get that one game that premiere package and there are still restrictions on the premiere package that you buy yeah. <laughs> yeah. like like if there's a package where you, this like went over the blackout like you know i paid 75 bucks a month whatever and i don't have blackouts then okay, if that was an option, like if you if you want to oh, have the yeah. money to spend, then you do that. Even though it's kind of they outrageous absolutely. streaming package, yeah. But the, even like you said, to get the highest MLB plus plus platinum diamond level package, well, even and you if still can't, still like, can't do it. Point? Even if I could just pay from just my team, if I could yeah. just pay, so I pay. I want to pay one hundred fifty dollars this year to yeah. watch my team play right. on Apple TV where, or MLB TV wherever they play. It, like, sh- it should be like yeah. if we are Cincinnati Reds fans. And we had to move here for work, but we are diehard hard red fans. There should be a way to pay for a package that you can watch every Reds games, yeah. regardless of where they play. Just yeah. like you were just talking about. Yeah. That's how it should be. Well, it's that, not that fucking hard. Well, that's the the shitty thing is hometown teams can't like I can't. There's no reason for me to buy Apple or MLB TV living in Houston being an Astros fan because right. I won't be able to watch them on there. When I lived in Illinois for a bit. It was great. I bought Apple or bought. I keep saying I bought MLB TV and I could watch every Astros game unless they were playing the White Sox or the Cubs or the Cubs. Uh, right. And it was out. it was a great product. It's just they have it backwards. Yeah. Like, now it's not like that. It, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. So yeah. that's got to get figured out, especially what's going on with Bally Sports. Yeah. What like, happens? What happens when every game is blacked out and then every you know, half of the leagues streaming? There's no cable company, yeah, just filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, (laughs) come on, Bobby. We're just streaming them on Twitter, I guess. Come on, Bobby. We got to figure that out, dude. Bobby, Bob. All right, this may be the most dynamic stolen base race ever. We need it. Let's go. Let's end the episode with a little mini Lalima lounge as he tells you about nice his takes on the arbitration. All right, so so here it is. So this is Ryan Thompson. He is a relief pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. And he tweeted out, and it's a really interesting read. Like, there's some nerding out in here that I don't quite understand. Uh, But I got the gist of it. So he tweeted out, and he said, My thoughts concerning arbitration, a thread. I want to make it clear that although I lost my case, there is absolutely no ill will towards the Rays as they were as professional, as respectful as possible considering the circumstances. This is merely a review of the process. So, Two of the most popular arbitration cases over the last couple of weeks are Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers 
and Kyle Tucker here in Houston. Kyle Tucker losses, Corbin Burns losses. Corbin Burns is the ace for the Brewers. In that arbitration case, they told him he was the reason why they didn't make the playoffs. That's outrageous. Kyle Tucker, obviously, he talked about it. He said, you know, you know, it is what it is, is what he said. So, uh, also, the Tucker was like two point five million spread. Like that's a correct. That's he a, asked for seven. Big, yeah, he asked for seven spread. and a half. He got five. The Corbin Burns was like seven. What seven twenty five? Yeah. So nice. arbitration. They go to so they try to negotiate. If they can't come to an agreement, they go to independent arbitrators that sit in meetings, hear both sides of the case, and then they rule in favor of one or the other. Ryan Thompson obviously lost his case. And so these are just the, and if you want to go read it, go check them out on, on Twitter at R underscore Thompson 15. So here's some of the ones that just kind of stuck, stuck out to me. I'm not going through the whole thread. He said, we had to, oh no, no, here it goes. Our approach to the hearing was to stay as strict to the criteria as possible. My concern was that the three arbitrators have an unknown knowledge of the game of baseball Maybe they play fantasy baseball or maybe they call scoring runs points. No one knows. We had to assume that the arbitrators were savvy enough to understand basic rules and statistics, and I believe that assumption was incorrect. So essentially, these three arbitrators have no clue about the game of baseball. That's a problem to me. How are you going to sit here and listen to a pitcher, and we know how pitchers are, and we know the statistics behind pitching and and just in the game of baseball in general. How are three random people going to sit in a case and hear all this stuff that they really have no fucking clue about. That's one issue with me. Then it goes through and he's talking about statistics, reliever, setup man, blown saves, uh, career BAA, um, meltdowns is not an official MLB stat, so forth and so on, buzzwords. Okay, so he's like giving all these different statistics, presenting his case. Uh, time on the injured list, missing playoffs, so forth, so on. Um, yeah, here we go. So the flaws. I was told leading up to my case, it was paramount not to share the date of my case for the arbitrators uh, may be able to research me and create a bias. However, upon entry to the hearing, they all have their phones out and then use them freely during the breaks. After the case... They don't sit in the room and hash out the decision, but rather they head to the hotel bar. It is extremely disconcerting that the arbitrators are socializing, drinking, and using their devices prior to making a decision. And he says, I'm not at all assuming foul play, just an obvious flaw I witness. So basically, these people are in this room Googling stuff about him and creating themselves a bias. Oh, Ryan Thompson missed 15 games, 20 games. I don't really like that. I'm more of a Rays fan than a Ryan Thompson fan. I'm going to rule towards them. And then after both sides put both of their cases together and present it, these people just, ah, all right, all right, boys, I'll see you at the bar. First Heineken's on me. That's rough. They go to the bar and discuss this shit? That's rough. This is someone's livelihood at stake. That's... Those are the flaws that I found in that thread. Like, come on, man. Yeah, there's some things that can be fixed. Arbitrators need to have some sort of basic knowledge about the game of baseball, in my opinion, and they damn sure cannot be able to go through their phones in the middle of the hearing or during breaks or whatever the case is 
and they go to the bar. Now it may not happen like that all the time. Yeah. But dude, come But this is the on. first time we had a player completely transparent yeah. like that. Oh, and there could be worse stories. Right. Oh, yeah. That they just don't talk about. They mm. go to the bar. Imagine they got two files. Here's the Rays file. Here is Ryan Thompson's file. And these dudes go to the bar, knocking down a, you know what? What do you like? What's the drink that you always uh, get? Um, old fashioned. Old fashioned. Imagine you're getting an old fashioned. I'm knocking down a, a tall boy Modelo, and you're you don't drink, but you're 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 drinking chocolate milk. Got that lemonade. Yeah, yeah, you got a lemonade, and you're knocking down a hot dog, and we got these case files in front of us. He's, well, eating, he's eating a hot dog at a bar, know, at a hotel then, bar, hot dog. Yeah, why not? We're at Biggio's down off uh, oh, right by the ballpark. Yeah. Right. Imagine yeah. you're also there, and like sports centers on TV, things yeah, on TV, yeah. like that could there could be a story on TV that's affecting. Or also, what if I'm a fan? What if I'm a fan? Right. I know I'm a third party art like arbiter, arbitrator, yeah. Like, but I'm a fan. Well, that's where that's where I get the arbitration. Like the arbiters should not have a bias so yeah. i get having getting people outside the game of baseball but i mean i don't know if there should be some sort of introductory video that yeah mlb makes to like get the basics down for them so they know what they're talking about and it's not just but i think mlb in this sense is is on the owner side team side right yes they're trying to keep money no, in their exactly. pockets compared Absolutely. To the problem. so i think Maybe the players union should have something yes uh that protects them because or just something agreed, just imagine like an agreed upon five minute video that if, breaks down the rules and like in, in any company any business across america we'll just use us as an example that at the end of the year we have a performance review with brian and we yeah. had our third party thing and you know it goes on and then brian leaves goes downstairs and those arbitrators are right outside a bar on main street just sitting there like reviewing it like that's not gonna give him the warm and fuzzies no. like what, what like you can't if you're gonna do that Go somewhere else. Don't yeah. do it at the bar where he like he sees yeah. it. You're at the hotel. You know bar what I mean? Have some wherewithal. Have some feel, man. Like seriously. Like imagine, and this might sound like childish or whatever, but imagine these three people. I'm I'm just gonna say that they're dudes. Let's say they're guys. They're males that were the three independent arbitrators. They go to the hotel bar, knock down a couple of beers, reviewing the case. Uh, I thought this. I thought that. One of them gets a good buzz. Next thing you know, they take a couple shots and they're kind of fucking off. <laughs> good looking waitress, good looking bartender. One dude starts hitting on her. Next thing you know, they're not paying attention to this case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just, it just so many different scenarios could go wrong there. And it shouldn't, it we just, shouldn't even have to discuss this no, right now because be, of this. It should be. But good on, good on, on Ryan to bring yeah. that out. Right. And it's not the Ray's fault. No. Yeah. It's, the it's third not his party, fault. It's a third party. No. I mean, there. this has got to be. Like, like you said, they were doing, because he talked about how they were using some, like the meltdown statistics yeah. that. To somebody who doesn't know anything about baseball, they hear that. Oh, he's melted down. Yeah, melt down. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, so fair to the Rays for their lawyers or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like they did their job. You know, yeah. They, you can't blame the Rays for right. presenting it the, the whole way they process did. Needs the process. Needs it needs an overhaul. I don't know what the fix is, but it needs to be looked at. And that's sure. why I think we, we always said it on here. We'll keep saying it like avoid going to arbitration yeah. with your players yeah. if you can because it's, it's, ugly. it's an ugly process. Yeah. And that, that ruins. Like Corbin Burns, I would not doubt that he no. he'll he's going to leave that it, organization. Oh, 100%. yeah, your rapport, your emotional equity that you built up with the players and their camp and and the decision makers is gone, and that means if you want him back, now you're going to have to overpay him. He he right threw, like to stay out. Like look at his stats. He set, threw 202 innings with a 2.94 ERA. They blamed it is, on him. Is three quarters of a million dollars worth, worth no. pissing off your ace no. and? 
if you want to resign him, you're oh, going to have to pay more than that yeah, 727 yeah. you, you just you saved. Save money right. on the extension. You're robbing you, Peter to pay Paul. Paul right. Boom. Like you might you might as well. You like if, that one? That was yeah, good. Yeah, that is a good that one. That's a good nice one. one. I, I would say you should probably buy out the arbitration years in 100%. the contract extension. 100%. Yeah. Cheaper that way. I mean, come on. Don't so I don't know. Imagine don't. the conversations with like the Marlins or the Pirates oh. or the Royals right now. Like if you go to arbitrate, like you know they are looking at every half penny. Don't Ugh. piss on Peter and tell Paul it's rain. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's it. Uh, that's Change the history books. That's how that is that, what we're saying from here on. That was good. Perfect way to end this. That is end that is actually that, you have your fastball, kid. In this episode, Josh, right. take us out, man. That wow. was good. That was don't take, pee on take Paul. Us out. No, we're look. We won the World Series. Why you take us out? We're running this <laughs> back the entire year. Pee on Paul until Peter. It's rain. Yeah, yeah. Because Paul's didn't tell you it was it was piss. Yeah, or what? Peter. No. Peter Thank you for listening and watching Beyond the Diamond on? podcast. We have Dez, Brian, Josh, Peter, and Paul in the other room. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>